Hi, this is Sandra Fuller, and thank you so much for joining my podcast. You know, I'm very grateful for the people who have taken the time to listen to my podcast, to share my podcast, people who have called and talked to me about the issues in my podcast, or just to tell me, give me a feedback. Usually it's good. Usually it's something positive and um, so so nice to hear people re- react and respond to my podcast. So thank you so much. I had no idea where this was going, but I do enjoy being able to convey my thoughts here in this forum on this platform. So thank you so much. Today I'm going to talk about victimization. Now, if you read uh, the vi- uh, Webster's Dictionary gives you a very brief definition. It, it considers someone who is a victim is to be someone who is harmed and the truth is all of us i don't care if you're a baby just coming out you just got slapped on your butt right to someone that's about to die we all have every single one of us have been a victim of something or someone has harmed us i don't think we can get past that it's just a part of our existence one of the things i do want to talk about today is not that we are victims but the victimization mentality because unfortunately so many people get caught or trapped in the idea of being victimized that they don't know how to undo that and it cripples you because really when you're when you allow yourself to be victimized which is different it's very different for me when I speak uh, someone that's that's been harmed by someone else and you acknowledge it that you've you've been a victim of a crime you've been a victim of of theft you've been a victim of heartbreak whatever it is you've been a victim of it but you can overcome that by not making that into a victim mentality where you're constantly being victimized and you lose your power and your ability to grow and become greater because you're stuck being a victim And to some people, that sounds very insensitive because there are people who were murdered, raped, robbed. There are people who suffer serious crimes. I know many, many years ago, I met some women that were, I went to speak at a women's shelter for battered women. And there were about six women in the room that were very talkative, very animated, very involved in our discussion about their their rights as women and they were telling the stories of their abuse and none of them had been um recent it it all been maybe 13 years on up that they had suffered this this um abuse and but they the way they told the story the way they relived the story was very fresh for them the way they described themselves was very very much in terms of this is this is still going on this is my perpetrator and this is this person is still very much here even though they had not seen that person for many years and it floored me and so it's something that I always remember because victimization is in the mind and we choose what we want and what how we want to use our power but victimization is in the mind and that's where someone who's harmed you gets to control you for the rest of your existence depending on how much power you give that person that we've all been harmed like I said but you can choose 
whether or not you want that person to forever exist in your mind. Because if that person exists in your mind, that person gets to control you. That person gets to tell your story over and over. Control your story. Control your narrative. Control the way you live your life. So I want to talk about that. And I want to do give some maybe seven tips um, that I found that are, have been helpful. And um, to help you to regain your power regain your authority regain your life back in a lot of cases because we want to separate being being victim with being victimized having a victimized mindset so we're not discrediting what your experiences but we're saying sometimes you really and truly have to move on in order to be able to live a successful life you cannot allow someone to victimize you in a way that they cripple you physically but not only physically but that victimization continues with you mentally you're always looking for that person that occasion that situation and then you find yourself in a repeat pattern because you released your power so let's talk about some of the things that we're gonna consider to be um, solutions to being victimized and I'm sure there's an exhaustive list somewhere but some of the things I want to share with you today is um, there's seven items on my list and one is take ownership and responsibility for your own needs and your wants so just because someone has taken control it could have been your parents I, you know there's so many people who have been hurt by their parents and you know they may be 40 or 50 years old now and they're still talking about the reason why I behave like this is because my parents did so and so when I was three years old and I didn't get this from dad or I didn't get this from mom. Number one is basically saying, take responsibility for your own needs and your own wants. Because at some point, we're going to talk about forgiveness shortly. At some point, we've got to release it and you've got to take responsibility for your own life. And you cannot allow someone that, that obligation to be responsible for you, even if they've harmed you. Even if they were responsible for you at some point, it becomes your responsibility into adulthood. And secondly, value yourself. This could have been love yourself, value yourself. Um, you've got to give yourself what you need. You've got to see yourself in such a way that even if someone harms you, they're not taking your power with them. You determine how people affect your life. You determine what each situation means to you. You apply that meaning, not the perpetrator. You do. So-and-so could have said the worst thing to you. You apply the meaning to that thing that was said because it's your life. You're taking ownership. You decide how you want to value yourself. And that means that you have the power to control how people affect you, which means that you place your value on yourself, no one else. And so you've got to value yourself in such a way that you don't allow people to define you, describe you, or or, or victimize you in a way that it perpetrates your mind. So number two is value yourself. Number three is quit the blame game. Now, that doesn't mean that someone didn't come into your life and hurt you. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that you weren't hurt. It doesn't mean that you weren't a victim of something. But at some point, you've got to stop yourself from saying that you were a victim. You've got to turn your, turn your thoughts, turn your attention into what you want as opposed to what you don't want. And that takes the power from that victim, that, that thing that happened. 
that takes the power from that and it puts it in a way in the place where you want it to be you want your life to be filled with joy and grace and beauty and wonderness and you can't have that if you're stuck on blaming your situation on what happened to you talking about repeatedly the disaster that happened to you and holding on to it and nurturing it and warming up to it and cuddling with it and just like oh this feels so good because it it takes a responsibility from me and I get to just be this person because I don't have to do anything because I'm a victim someone has harmed me we've all been harmed and some of us devastatingly and still are able to come back from that. So again, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but you don't want to cuddle up and make your 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 harm warm and fuzzy. You don't want to do that. So let's talk about owning your responsibility, taking responsibility and quit the blame game. And the next thing that falls right into that is be kind to yourself. You can't be kind to yourself if you're sitting and wallowing in self-pity and regurgitating your harm, the thing that happened to you and so-and-so hurt you and you were three years old and you so-and-so did something, so-and-so took your favorite toy and you can never forgive them and you have this horrible relationship with your sibling because when you were two, they were mean to you. When you were 11 or whatever that age was and you hold on to it and now you're 70 and you're talking about what your siblings did when you were teenagers just imagine that what a life what a life of never having a great relationship with someone because they did something to you when they were young and and stupid what a life is that and so you've got to get to that place in your life when you can say i am kind to myself i am gonna love on myself and there's certain things that i'm not gonna allow in my life it doesn't matter what you think i should do i'm not gonna allow self-pity I'm not going to allow blame. I'm not going to I'm not going to allow other people to consume me because that hinders me from becoming who I'm meant to be. And so that's that's be kind to yourself and that's also being kind to yourself by just making sure that your thoughts are in line with you and the things, the goals and the ideals that you want to have, not what other people want to throw in your mind or junk it up with, right? We don't want that. So that's being kind to yourself. And then And then number five is practicing gratitude. Now, I can't tell you how many times we get, oh goodness, we get just so caught up in our feelings that we just want to whine and complain and it feels good again. There's something else that we want to cuddle up with because it feels good to the flesh to whine and complain. Someone did so-and-so or so-and-so didn't do this for me and, and, and it's good. It feels good because it makes you lazy, right? But If you practice gratitude and you say, Lord, I might have been through that, but here I am. I'm still standing. I'm still healthy. I'm still smiling. I'm still pretty powerful. I'm still getting stuff done. And you're grateful for where you are. Man, that is so powerful. You can't, nobody can take that from you. When I'm in my best is when I can say, well, so-and-so did do that to me. And recognize and forgive. Well, I'm not going to jump to forgiveness because that's the next thing. Recognize them, understand them, and release them. We have the power to release people from our lives. Not physically necessarily, but for, release the hurt, release the harm. Now, I'm not telling anyone that you should allow people to come back and redo this thing, right? That's why number three 
What Number two was value yourself. You're not going to have people come into your life and repeatedly hurt you. You're not a doormat. You're not going to do that. But you have the power to release people from your life. You have the power to say, you know, this person might have harmed me. So-and-so might have set a trap for me, but it didn't work. It did not work. So now you have to be in a place of gratitude. Like, thank you, Lord. I am still standing. They get to see me in my power They get to see me still achieve because I am about me. I'm not about them and no trap that they're going to lay is going to harm me. So I am going to walk in my power and I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to just move forward because that's the spirit that's on me. And I'm going to move forward as a successful human being. Imagine that. Imagine if we were to say, maybe I don't have what I think I should have, but this right here feels pretty good and I'm grateful for it. That's just putting your mind in the right mindset to give you more, to help you to get to the next level because you're focusing on the things that you want and you're not focusing on the things that does not serve you. And then we're going to come to number six, which is forgiveness. Forgiveness. Oh, I'm great at forgiving people. My best friend tells me all the time, like, I don't know how you do it. I am great at forgiving people and I don't know where I picked this up from. But I forgive people because I understand people. I understand when you say something harsh to me that that's not about me. I understand when you're mean or you're lashing out at me that that's not about me. I understand why you weren't capable of being a great whatever. That That's not about me. That's you. That's you living your journey and it might have affected me. But I will not allow you affect my self-esteem and my way of thinking about myself so you know what I'm great at saying I forgive you and I release you that's me exhibiting my power and that's so refreshing because you know what the person may still be around you the person may still talk to you you may still talk to them you may have some kind of a relationship with them because you may have to and it's the best thing when they loses the power and they realize that they don't have power over you anymore. You know what they do? They back off. They pull back. They disappear. They go away. Because the pleasure they get from harassing you, it no longer works. It no longer works. So you are now empowering yourself to say, like, I see you, but I don't see you. I don't acknowledge you. I don't recognize you. Stay where you are. I forgive you. I release you. In the name of Jesus. (laughs) And that's it. And you don't have to fight with people. You don't have to. You don't have to regurgitate their wrongs. You don't have to do any. You just have to forgive that person from your heart. Forgiveness is about you. Forgiveness is about releasing yourself to move on. And that's the crux of not being a victim. You forgive this situation, you forgive this person, you release them, and you stop allowing them to have power over you. Because when you live in unforgiveness, when you live in in blamehood, when you live in victimization, oh my goodness, that's you allowing someone to have an authority over you, to have power over you, to control you. Just imagine, I know women who, their ex-husband that have gone on to two marriages are still controlling them because they're still walking around talking about my ex-husband did this, my ex-husband did that, and he's gone on. He's far, like, he is gone. (laughs) He is gone. He's been married twice, probably on his third one. And his first wife is thinking, oh my goodness, uh, 
this person did so and so and I can't and I'm this and I gained weight and da 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 and that person has gone on and you're stuck putting toxic poison in your mind constantly reliving that situation and he is gone and you're still stuck into 20 years ago 30 years ago so when you forgive that person your ex-husband your spouse whomever whatever your parents the police, the whomever, the list is, is, is inf- infinite. When you forgive someone who's harmed you, you release yourself to be free. Not them. They're gone. <laughs> like, the, the, the person who perpetrated, the perpetra- they are gone. They don't even know that they did half the time they harmed you. That's not their focus. But it's your focus. So when you forgive, you're, you forgive them, you release you. And so number six is forgiveness. And, and, and lastly, I want to say a number seven is create solutions. If you find it difficult to forgive someone or get over a situation, create your own solutions. I think we are so powerful as human beings, but we forget our power. We, we forget that we have the ability to create our, our experiences, which we are creating our experiences. Some of us are just going along with it. But we have the power to create our experiences. And so we have the power, if someone harms us, to create positive solutions, positive new experiences. You can just as much as create a bad experience as you can create a good experience. It depends on what's in your mind and the things that you're desiring, the things that you're thinking about, and the things that you're focusing your attention on. Look, if you focus your attention on something negative, you're going to manifest it that is the most powerful thing like we see it we do it every single time but we don't put as much energy into putting and creating something positive just imagine if we put the same amount of energy into creating positive experiences as we do negative experiences that you know just imagine what what kind of life we would live you know I, I I remember I was talking with someone recently about something minor and they said oh that means that you're going to be in menopause. And I was like, no, thank you very much. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, no. I immediately said, no, you don't tell me what my experience in life is going to be. That's not for you to decide. Just because I'm, I'm feeling this way doesn't mean I'm going to be in menopause. And I may well be, but that's not the experience I want to have at this young, ripe age, right? Like, I'm saying no. And so people do that all the time they filter stuff into your head they tell you what you should feel they tell you what you should do they 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 harass you they hurt you they do these things but you have the power to say no thank you say no maybe that's number eight saying no absolutely not and oh you can reject other people's nonsense other people's opinions other people's stories, other people's meanness, other people's negativity, cast it aside. I can't tell you how many times I've had bad experiences with someone. In fact, there was a woman that I've been friends with for such a long time, and she sent me a text about myself. She was she was in the same space with me, and she sent me a text message to mistakenly, <laughs> mistakenly, to me and I glanced at the text message and I realized she was telling someone else about me and I glanced over it in a way that I didn't read it 
when I erased it. And 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 I know when I looked at her, she, she was petrified. But I was free from that experience because I chose not to read it. Because I, I knew it wasn't good. I didn't read it, and we didn't have an incident. I chose not to deal with that in that way, and I released it. And that was... That was one of the first times I realized like you can choose your experiences. You don't have to go there. You don't have to let the enemy take you down the foxhole and wallow in it and become part of that. You can choose not to. And to this very day, her and I have never exchanged one word about that text message except that I know I deleted it. I didn't read it. And she, she, she calmed down when she realized I didn't respond or react to her message. And that was it. That was it. So we don't we have the right to choose not to have victimized mentality. We have the right to implement power in our lives, take control of it. We can we can own our experiences. We can value who we are. We can be kind and loving to ourselves. We can be grateful for where we are in our minds and our bodies and the things that we're blessed with. You know, if you take stock, really look at your life, and you, if you just do an inventory of the things that are going right in your life, you would be shocked in comparison to the things that you think are going wrong or you, you believe are going wrong. Just, just if, you, if you stay in a space of gratitude and just, just take an inventory and see how much you've been blessed, you'd be shocked. But, but you've got to take, take the time to do that. So that you know that you're being blessed and have gratitude for what you have. And be able to forgive. Forgiveness is a very powerful tool. Again, it's your ability to release people from harming you. Release people with their toxicity. (laughs) Release people with their venom. And you don't have to stay there. Just release them. Release them. You can release someone and still love them. You can release someone and still have a great relationship with them. You can release someone and still be married to them. You can, you can release someone and still be their child or still be the parent. And this is a process that's constant. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you a fool. It doesn't make you a victim. It doesn't make you a doormat. You can choose how you want to have people affect you. Now, it makes you a doormat if you allow the person to keep making that same behavior and you're behaving, reacting the same way. But if you forgive them, release them. But you don't want that person having any power over you. So you're going you're gonna to be sure how they affect your life. And you have the power to make that decision for you. And then create solutions. If you have a toxic relationship with someone in your life that you can't necessarily get rid of, you know, you can create solutions to better relationships. You, you can have better experiences with people if you choose to. And so I want to leave you there with that. Again, let me just rush through my seven, well now eight things that says take ownership and responsibility for your own needs or wants. Value yourself is number two. And love yourself. If you value yourself, you're going to love yourself. If you love yourself, you're going to value yourself. Quit the blame game. Stop putting your responsibility for yourself on other people. And be kind to yourself. Practice gratitude. Practice forgiveness. Oh my God, it's practice. It takes practice. And and I say practice because sometimes you got to do it repeatedly. You just got to do it. I just made a list. And I thought I was making a list as part of an exercise that I was doing. 
And um, the list required me to put 25 people down that I'm going to forgive. And I was like, there's no way. The first time I looked at the list, I wouldn't complete it. It's like, there's no way I have 25 people that I need to forgive. And I wrote six, maybe six obvious people. And I was like, okay. Then I wrote eight (laughs) and I got to 25. And I was like, ooh, I need to make another line because I had a number 26. And quite honestly, as I made that list, it was ridiculous because I could have gotten to 30 of people that I needed to write down and forgive and release. And I did. And it was actually a really interesting experience because once you release people, it frees you, it goes out of your mind, and you, you're, not, you're no longer bonded to those people. So that, that's one of the things that you can do. And lastly, say no. Just no. If, you know, some, you don't have to accept everything that comes at your doorstep. You don't. And you don't have to accept every, every invitation for a fight. Every invitation for a toxic relationship, every invitation that's not serving you, just say no. And that's what I did with that young woman who, who sent me the, the text message. <laughs> I said no. And I think that's the power that you have to really be able to control your life, control your future, control your spirit, control your mood, and just be able to have positive experiences. It does not mean that you live in a bubble, in a vacuum. It just means that I have the power to control me. I'm not a victim of anyone. You're not going to victimize me. You may harm me, but you get one bite of the apple, and I'm not going to allow you to control my mind, my heart, and my spirit. And that's one thing I try to practice. Don't let people change you by becoming uh, having you become them that's something you got to practice thank you so much for joining me this was this was interesting i do want to hear what you guys have to say about this so t- this takes practice and some some of us have this in different areas of our lives with different relationships so if you have any thoughts want to share it with me give me a shout out i'd love to talk more about it thank you so much for listening god bless